0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday, January 15. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. NCAA President Charlie Baker caught up with Fox Sports and connects Brian Fisher at the NCAA convention and says, we're somewhere near the final quarter of the clock to get something done with Congress, adds. Prognosticating and predicting how the clock is going to run in Washington is not something anyone usually does very successfully. What I would say is that sometime between March and June people's attention is going to turn pretty completely to the election. But, they still have plenty of stuff on their calendar that they have to finish and I think that gives us an opportunity. On the new deal with ESPN, which he calls one of his biggest wins during his first year on the job, in a media market where most people are getting a 1.5x or 2x on what it was they had before, we got a 3x. ESPN played this game a lot harder than anyone else did and usually if you play the game harder than everyone else, you win. We're all really excited about the collateral commitments they made around production and promotion and marketing. They agreed to do a bunch of stuff around storytelling and student-athletes. They agreed to significantly increase the number of selection shows, a lot of the preview work in-studio stuff, and they included a number of championships on ABC and they brought some of the D2 and D3 championships into the package, as well. So, I look at the whole thing and feel really good about it and I'm also very excited that the women's basketball tournament is valued somewhere around 57% of the overall package, which makes it possible for the membership to start talking about a unit's program. A lot of this is a function of the growth and success of these sports over the last few years and that's tribute to the NCAA, the schools, the players and ESPN. Lots more, including the challenge of leading amid an uncertain environment only on Connect. The Terre Haute Tribune Stars editorial board offers an opinion on the AD opening at Indiana State, the permanent role of AD undoubtedly will not be filled until a new ISU president is hired. Deborah Curtis is retiring effective June 30, 2024, one year earlier than her contract had called for, under an agreement approved by the university's board on December 15, 2023. The choice of former AD Sherrod Klingscale's long-term replacement should be made by that new president. That president and staff would be smart to choose Interim A.D. Angie Lansing for that position, if she would choose to take it. Other universities have seen athletic programs help in the recruitment of students in general. ISU definitely needs that jolt. The COVID-19 pandemic certainly hurt enrollments at colleges across America, including ISU. Still, the enrollment drop at Indiana State has been breathtaking. It fell to 8,305 students last fall, a decline of 4.1% from the previous year and down 36% from fall 2017's 13,045 total. In response to enrollment losses, ISU made about $12 million in budget cuts over the course of a year, including a reorganization, Oklahoma AD Joe Castiglione fields questions from reporters, including one about the future of NIL and response, with all the different narratives, with all the different lawsuits, with where we think we're seeing the vast majority of people start to understand that we need to find a way to properly share revenue with athletes. People haven't come to grips with that yet. I don't know what else can happen to give them any better idea. That's going to happen. So, what I think our best move is for our thought leaders to get together, navigate this with all the rules of our membership association, understand the legal ramifications of what's sustainable, and find a solution so that institutions can be more involved. I actually think that's going to start to move in that direction. I think if you watched what took place the last couple days at the NCAA convention, people are working feverishly to try to find the right path toward that. At the end of the day we've got to find a path forward, and I think the path forward is definitely going to include institutions being more directly involved. Texas ANMAD Ross Bjork sits down with D1 ticker and connects Kristen Ergel at the 2024 NCA convention to discuss the search process for the Aggies' new football coach, the changes he'd like to see to NIL, the potential for an FBS breakaway and lots more, including the role NIL plays in evaluating AD opportunities, whether I'm an entry-level academic advisor or the athletic director, I think NIL is gonna play a part in this conversation. What is the wherewithal of that institution, their constituents, their donors, the collective world? What's the wherewithal because most people want to be in a place where you have a chance to be successful? It hasn't quite trickled down to that level yet, but I think ADs, deputy ADs that want to become ADs, that's going to be a question is, hey, what's the NIL infrastructure at Program X? On the future of FBS, I don't think there needs to be a breakaway from the NCAA. What I do think is there needs to be some entity that can house all of this, and all of this meaning really the finances. What does that entity look like? How do we compensate the athletes in that manner that we described earlier how do we formulate the postseason how does the money flow into our conferences into the institutions into the ncaa thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the d1t in 5 for monday january 15th we'll see you back here this afternoon